Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by Ariella Nick. So thanks for joining us today, Ariella. Mm, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'm really excited to learn more about you, and I'm sure all our listeners are as well. So let's get to it. So um, the first question, and this is the one that you probably get asked a million times, but um, <laughs> what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? Um, It's weird because, like, you know, I grew up watching wrestling but I didn't really have that inspiration till I was older and really st I started going to like independent promotions like in my neighborhood say maybe like 10 years ago and going to see those shows live is kind of what inspired me like getting to see different people getting to meet the wrestlers it was a lot more intimate than going to like say like a WWE show or something like that and seeing them wrestle and like the shows that they were able to put on it really like expanded my horizon that there is more wrestling than just because I really grew up honestly just mostly watching WWE so like seeing that is really what made me like to the business yeah because I mean like WWE I think 99% of us you know wrestling fans or wrestlers grew up watching that you know that was you know pretty much all we had like you know after WCW and ECW you know went out of business I know Impact came along but it took them a while to you know gain some momentum so um I, so you had mentioned that you were into the independent promotion the wrestling and all that like you know for years and also I have to ask because you know when it comes to mainstream women's wrestling it's really come a long way and it's really evolved from you know, like brawl and panty matches to divas to actually women wrestling how has it been in the indies like has it also taken a big step forward more opportunities stuff like that or has it always been like kind of like a lot of opportunities and stuff like that for women it definitely has grown um i feel there was always some from the beginning like i felt like in independent wrestling from as long as i've been watching the women were always given a chance. It wasn't like you said, like the bra and panties and stuff like that. But now, like, especially in these past few years, it's really blown up. Like you see as many women as men on shows, women wrestling men and just them getting the spotlight as much as we deserve, you know, like we've been fighting for this a long time. So, you know, I say it's definitely blown up. You know, we always had a chance, I feel like, in but it's really grown a lot in the past few years. Yeah, see, that's the one thing that really intrigued me because I grew up in the 90s with, you know, the attitude there and, you know, the brawl and panty matches. And then when um, I took a step away from wrestling, like around high school, then when I got back into it in 2010, that was the diva era, which yeah. obviously wasn't a lot of fair opportunities for the women. Mm -hmm. So when I first had, you know, discovered Paige, I was like, wow, she's so different. So I started like digging a little bit deeper into the indies and I started coming across, you know, like a Mia Yim, you know, um, Athena, um, Evie, all these like really talented women wrestlers. Like, wow, you don't see this in WWE. Yeah. So, like, the indies wrestling, that's like where it's at, like with women wrestling. I was like, they really need to start signing these women. And obviously throughout years, you know, they have signed a lot of them. But, yeah. Yeah, like indies wrestling, it seems like they've always had that opportunity. And I just, I never really officially knew. I, I thought maybe they were just those standout ones. But yeah, it is really cool to know that, you know, it, there's always been a place for women's wrestling, you know, <laughs> and it's really nice that they're finally starting to get that opportunity on, you know, a more of a spotlight, you know, main event at WrestleMania. You know, we're starting to see more women in AEW. I think it's great. 
Yeah. I can't, I'm happy. You know, like you said, like I grew up in that same era and I think that's why I never really had the inspiration to wrestle just because I only saw WWE and women weren't really, unfortunately, they weren't wrestlers the way the men were. So it was like, you know, I love it, but I'm just like, okay. And then getting to see that women actually do wrestle and they really do have opportunities. I think, you know, that really helped with my inspiration going back to your first question, but you know, it's really nice to see that women are getting the spotlight everywhere. Absolutely. I know it was like kind of like a turnoff for like parents, you know, when their daughters say, I want to be a wrestler. And like, I don't want to see them <laughs> doing this kind of stuff. But now since, you know, wrestling has really evolved, you know, it's uh, more accepting, you know, when it comes to parents seeing their daughters do it, because now they actually see them actually wrestle rather than, you know, just kind of like the eye candy and stuff like that. So I think that's yeah. awesome. So now my next question for you, um, I want to know a little bit about your character. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay, um, well, like, I guess, like, my character was kind of inspired by the peop the impression that people have of me when they don't meet me, <laughs> which is weird, like, I've gotten so many times, like, in life, that, like, oh, I thought you were, like, such a bitch or something, but, like, you're so cool, you know, like, you're mad, like, you know, you're sweet, whatever, because, like, I'm very just, like, you know, kind of to myself, I'm not very outgoing, especially when I don't know people, so I just have a, ten like, tendency to be reserved. So it's like, you know, people have that perception and it's unintentional, but then it's, like I said, people, when they get to know, they're like, oh, like, yeah, you definitely, like your first impression was different or whatever. So I kind of played off that just to like be that really bitchy person that people see and just to help like build confidence, like, cause I always wanted to be a confident person. So I used my character to help me build and be more confident in real life. Yeah, because that, that's actually funny, because when I first um, saw you at Primetime Wrestling almost a year ago, you were a heel, you know, yeah. you had that, you know, mean girl character, and then when um, I reached out to you in the DMs, you know, the, you know, be featured on the show, you were so super nice and all, and I think that's like the coolest thing when you see a wrestler <laughs> on TV or in person or whatever as a heel, and then you like meet them in real life or video chat whatever like and just seeing them just like completely different person I always think that's such a really neat experience right. especially like doing what I do you never really know what you're gonna get when you record are they gonna be that character because I've had wrestlers they still carry over their character onto their recordings mm. and stuff like that so it's like yeah. you really never know what you're gonna get kind of <laughs> like the whole force gum box of chocolate kind of thing gotcha yeah <laughs> So I know that uh, um, you've also managed, you know, so tell me a little bit about being an, an in-ring manager for, you know, a wrestler. Like how differently do you have to prepare yourself and kind of stuff like that? Um, I mean, it's different just because obviously you're not wrestling, so you don't have to do as much physically for the most part. You know, sometimes you might get beat up depending if, you know, you get caught acting up or something, but, um, you know, it's somewhat the same preparation because you have to know, even though you're not wrestling, you need to know what's going on and you need to know what's happening throughout the match. And, you know, you're there to help whoever you're supporting. If they, you know, if they get lost or something like that, you have to know where, you know, where, you know, what time or where you guys are to help them out and know your cues. And, you know, at the same, again, you're not wrestling, so you don't want to take away from the wrestlers, but you still want to help tell their story and, you know, make sure that, you know, you have a purpose of being there at the same time. So it's, you know, it's different and, you know, with the physical aspect, but you still have to play the character and know what you're doing and tell that story and not take away from people and, you know, be you know confident to be in front of a crowd and that type of stuff too exactly and like i feel like yeah. it's really important to 
you know, be a good character as a manager, even more important than if you were a wrestler, because that is what you're doing. And you can't just be like the shadow on the side. Like you have to do something to make yourself noticeable. Um, Usually it's required to be like good on the mic. Cause that's also usually important. You're kind of speaking up for the person that you're um, managing yeah. and stuff like that. A good manager could really make, you know, a wrestler look even better. Like we've seen, you know, Paul Heyman do it for all these years. Lena Vega was a beast at doing it, you know, in, mm-hmm. in NXT. So managers definitely have a very important role. And when you do yes. it right, you could be even more interested in the person you're managing, which is, you know, yeah. really interesting. I know sometimes I used to get more heat than my, like, my client or whatever. Mm. Like, like, sorry, I'm able. <laughs> you're doing something right. Right. Yeah. So I want to know, where did the answer to your prayers come from? Um... It's funny just because like I was trying to figure out what my wrestling name was going to be and I was I had one name chosen but then I changed oh because I originally I was looking at Alana but then Lana and Rusev blew up and I was like that sounds too like her and you know so I was looking up different names and there was one name I didn't like the name but the meaning said like answered prayer and I was like oh like I know my character is going to be very egotistical and bitchy and I was like oh the answer to your prayers you always hear that saying and I've never heard anybody use it in wrestling and I was like that sounds like something my character would say just to like be so into herself so I'm like I'm gonna run with it. <laughs> I like it it sounds very like heelish very confident and I know I like it I think it just really vibes well with you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> So now I want to know, tell me a little bit about life as an indies wrestler. Like, tell me about the good, the bad, you know, like, what do you go through on a daily basis as being a wrestler? Um, you know, I mean, I love it. You know, it's, you know, I mean, it could be tough at times, like the traveling and stuff. Like, especially like for me, I work a full-time job. So it's like, you know, you work during the week, you got to try to get to training, you got to get to the gym, things like that. Then you have, like, you know, before the pandemic, I was blessed enough to be wrestling every weekend. So, you know, it took a toll after a while. It's like, you know, you don't get a chance to break and rest as much as you need. So like that can be like the, I would say that's like the negative part. Like if you just have so much going on at once, like you don't get the chance to like really just calm down and relax. So that would be like the biggest, I guess, downfall if anything, but you know, just getting to meet new people, getting to go new places, things like that. Like it's been a great experience so far. Like, that's one of, like, the coolest things is you get to travel all over the world, all over the United States, sometimes different countries. Like, I think that has to be a really Hopefully soon. Thing. Different countries. Hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, I know that that tends to be on a lot of wrestlers' bucket list. And, you know, I, you know, I know a lot of the wrestlers I talk to really want to travel to the UK. Yeah, that's um, a goal of mine at some point. <laughs> is there um, any other countries that you're interested in wrestling in other than the UK? Um, I guess the other bigger one would be um, Japan, just because, like, you know, I've learned a lot about Japanese wrestling in the past couple of years, and, like, those women are so tough and badass, so one day, hopefully, I'm worthy enough to get there. (laughs) Yeah, they're really, like, every one of them, like, they're strikers, like, they really kick hard as hell, you know? Yeah. There's, I, and I like the different, different, you know, styles that you see in wrestling, you know, like, you got the lucha, the japanese style and all that kind of stuff and it's really cool seeing like the different cultures and all kind of like blend in Mm -hmm. and you get a little bit of everything and um yeah i definitely like the you know the japanese style wrestling i'm seeing a lot of the ones that have come you know to wwe like asuka io shirai um Mm -hmm. uh kairi saying you know so on and so forth like just so many talented you know women in japan it's crazy and um what is that promotion um stardom 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot about them. I have not gotten the chance yeah. to really fully check them out because there's so much wrestling nowadays, it's impossible to kind of like keep up. And my one friend keeps saying, check out Stardom. They're so awesome. Best women's wrestling out there, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. now um, for my next question. So if a trainee that, you know, came up to you and you could give them any piece of advice, what would, would be the number one advice that you would give them? Um, don't give up, you know, it's, it can be tough, like, you know, especially if you have a grueling schedule, um, you know, sometimes what we've seen is a lot of negativity in wrestling and people were trying to cut each other for opportunities, things like that. And, you know, people will try to like get in your head just to mess with you, things like that. So just, you know, if this is really a dream, don't give up, you know, keep going to training, find a place where, you know, you're comfortable at, because that really does help a lot too. If you're training a place that you don't like, you're not going to want to go, you're not going to want to progress, things like that. So, you know, just stay focused and, you know, stay true to yourself and don't give up. Exactly. Because I mean, wrestling, it's, it's a grind. It's, it's not as easy as, you know, getting into like football and all and and then it may be hard to believe for some people, but like you have, you, and you're at your high school and all you have, you know, these sports that you can kind of get your name out there and actually get the training, you know, with wrestling, you have to search for the school, find a school, mm-hmm. go through all the training. I know it's not easy. And as, as long mm-hmm. as you really put, you know, the full effort and like you said, don't give up it, you can do it. It's just, it, it's definitely a struggle. And I know that can be a turnoff for a lot of people. Like I've heard stories, people do it for a few weeks, can't do it anymore. It's mm-hmm. really tough on the body, mentally, physically, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. So now for my next question, um, what is one thing about yourself that's non-wrestling related that you would want your fans to know about you? I don't know. Let's see. You said something non-wrestling related about me? Yes. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Are you a big Star Wars fan? I'm, I'm just getting into Star Wars because of the Mandalorian, because I love Baby Yoda. You can see my Grogu shirt. Um, I never really did grow up liking Star Wars. I don't know. I just never really got into it. But like I said, now because of the Mandalorian, I'm kind of like enjoying it more and learning about like the history and the stories of Star Wars. So, you know, I'm a new fan, you know, like I said, just Groku, he's just the cutest thing in the world. So <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with that. I mean, Baby Yoda yeah. has definitely, you know, caught the attention of a lot of people. And what's crazy right. is I grew up a big Star Wars fan, and mm-hmm. I still am to this day, but it actually took me a while to actually even try the show, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I just was not motivated to see it. Like, I wanted to, but it just, okay. when I finally actually started watching, I was like, why did it take me so long? Right, it, yeah, so they've done a really good job. Like, it's really well, at, like, the cinematography is amazing. Um, like, it's a really good show, like, especially for somebody like me that didn't really watch a lot of Star Wars like you know I understood most of it you know it was a couple things I'm like wait who's that guy like it took me a while to know who Boba Fett was I'm like oh now I can appreciate him more and stuff like that so you know I thought they did a really good job overall yeah they, they did an excellent job and I feel like you didn't really need to watch the movies to kind of get into this because it was a mm-hmm. completely own separate thing basically they had yeah. some things come up that you would probably want to know within the you know the star wars universe and stuff like that but at the end of the day it was it wasn't really mandatory to watch the movies or anything there's a lot of movies and they're all very long so it kind of would be overwhelming that's true (laughs) 
But um, now for my last question I have for you. Um, so now we are in 2021. So what are your wrestling goals for this year? Um, just to wrestle again. I haven't had a match since March. So, I mean, I'm back to training and stuff like that. But I just want to start doing shows again, you know, and hopefully things will open up and I'll get to like continue going new places. Like that was like the big goal of 2020 before everything went down, just to get new places, travel more, wrestle new people. So, you know, hopefully first get back to doing shows and then from there, just keep growing, getting my name out there and, you know, just get as many places I can get. So I'm assuming your last show was at the Primetime Wrestling? No, it was actually the week after. I defended yeah. my PVP Women's Championship and retained. So now I've been a champion for over a year. Oh, hell yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, March 14th was my last show. So I'm like, all right, it's time to get back. You know, I was able to actually do a show in December. I did the Synergy Women's. I hosted the show. I didn't wrestle on it. But it was nice just to be back, like, in that environment, getting to be in front of the crowd again and, so it was fun. Like, you know, it was cool ring announcing. We'd love to do it again and we'd love to host a show. But I'm like, all right, now it's time to wrestle. Like, exactly. Right, people up now. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're uh, hoping because, like, you know, I live in Maryland. There has been no wrestling in Maryland for almost a year. Um, I don't think there's been anything in Washington. Um, mm -hmm. I've been having to travel to New Jersey to actually watch wrestling. But now yeah, since Jersey's this the only place. Like, New York City's not having anything. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, it's hard, you know, like Jersey's the only one where I've seen some shows and stuff. So, you know, I don't know. It's going to be a while, I still think, too, for a bit. But yeah, I don't think we're going to see anything, at least in my area, until probably spring. I think That's we're going to let that um, vaccine you know, get out there a little more and yeah, stuff like that. Because especially now, because numbers are going up with the holidays and all just passing and stuff like Same, that so yeah. it's gonna be a minute but once when yeah, but now i just saw right before we got on this call that new york just had their first case of the the mutated one the newer one that's kind of coming that you've heard from the uk there's like a mutated version of covid19 they just found somebody in new york with that so i was like oh, oh God. here we go <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's, yeah that's the scary thing because like what normal is again Mm-hmm. I, I just, and I tell everyone, like, when things do get back to normal, it's going to be so weird. Like, it's not going to feel normal because, like, we don't have to wear a face mask anymore, you know? Yeah, we can go watch a movie at the movie theaters and stuff like that. Like, it's going to be weird, but it's going to be... Yeah, like, I don't think it's ever going to be the complete normal that we're, we know. Like, I think there'll be, like, some form of new normal, you know, but... I like the six feet apart. I don't like people on top of me. So if we could keep that, I'll be good. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like I've been like this my whole life. I'm very claustrophobic with people. Like I don't mm -hmm. like being surrounded by people. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't mind that. But the crazy thing is like, at least at my work, people don't know what social distance is like, okay, bro, you don't need to be this close to me. Like people yeah. just got way too comfortable, way too fast. Once when everything started opening up, people were like, oh, it, it's getting better. Everything's cool now. And yeah, no, yeah. nope, there goes the numbers back up. Exactly. You know, I get it. You want to go out. Like I've went out, you know, go out to eat with friends, things like that. But you still, you got to be responsible with stuff. It's not over by a long shot. So exactly and like you said people are not taking it seriously anymore and now look we're all spiking again and now there's a mutated version <laughs> and you know and i did not know that until you just told me to so oh wow like, really yeah, yeah there was so... like some in the uk and like i said literally maybe like a half hour before we jumped on here i read that new york had its first case 
Yeah, I heard about the UK. I just assumed they would like ban travel from UK, but yeah, I, I don't know. But this guy, the guy that they're saying has it, didn't travel anywhere, so I don't yeah, know. It could just be mutating here. Um, yeah, that's probably which is it. scary. Yeah. So everyone thought when 2021 hit, we would all be safe and everything's no. behind us. Nope. Um, yeah, no, I didn't have that thought. You know, I was like, I hope by the end of 2020, we'll be you know a lot better place than we are now, but. You know, it's not going to change from 11.59 to 12 o'clock, you know. We wanted to hope, but... Exactly. Yeah. We, we, we can only hope. Yeah. So you not wrestling since March, is that kind of like a by-choice thing, you know, to be cautious, or is that just kind of, you know, having a it's hard a little, time? A um, little bit of both. Um, I was supposed to do a show back in, like, July, but, like, I hadn't really been to training, and it was still kind of, like, um, going up so I was like you know I didn't feel prepared to do it like you know so she had, I hadn't been in training in a couple of months so I was like you know I didn't feel comfortable doing it and um, you know now like I said there's not a lot running and stuff like that so it's like in between you know it wasn't trying to, even now like I would love to get a booking but I'm not trying to work every weekend now yet and things like that so you know it's a mix of both like trying to find stuff now is a little bit harder and like I said just because it's not a lot running and you know it's hard to travel places too at the same time and you know, just, yeah, like I said, a mix of both. Just, you know, always being cautious too. Like if they're not like asking for COVID tests prior to the show, like if not, the, if they're not expecting the talent to be tested, I'm like, no, <laughs> like, you know, you know, I gotta make, you know, I wanna make sure like if I work for a place, they're taking all the precautions as possible, you know, for the fans, for the talent, the staff, everybody, it's important, so. It's very important too, you know, because who's to say the person that you're in the ring with doesn't have it and he doesn't doesn't know it or stuff like that. Like um, some of the events that I went to in Jersey, like you know the wrestlers and all the fans are walking around. It's outdoors, but you know they don't have their face masks on and, and stuff like that. And some you know some wrestlers are really strict too. They're like, hey, you could take a picture of me, but you got to have your mask on. And then other wrestlers, <laughs> they kind of like lean on you and put their arm around you, no mask yeah, and stuff like that. Like the last show. Because it's like, you know, you want to lean in, you don't want to be like rude, but it's like, you know, everybody had their mask on and stuff, so it was fine. But it's just like, you know, I'm like, yeah, we can't really hug or whatever, you know. And even they told, like, the promotion even said that they were like, you're not allowed to like physically interact with the crowd, you know, the fans and stuff like that. So they were even being strict about it. So, yeah, exactly. And, um, my friend, she wrestles for MCW, and she had told me, like, back before they officially, like, kind of like, canceled everything she had said like because one big thing about mcw is a lot of the wrestlers actually walk around and engage with the fans before the show she said they're not allowed to do that they had to wrestle with face masks all their training face masks stuff like that so like some promotions are extremely strict yeah you gotta be you know so exactly like you know you don't want the talent you know, getting sick, you don't want your fans getting mm-hmm. sick, it's just... You, yeah, you, you know, wrestling's a physical sport, so we're gonna be on top of each other, so we need to be as safe as possible. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Ariella, um, I think that concludes our interview. It was uh, really fun, you know. Definitely. Aww, yeah, I had a good time. Thank you for ha- again for having me. So. Absolutely. Um, so do you have any upcoming merch or some social media that you want to share with all the listeners? Let them know where to find you. Um, so I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Ariella Nix. My name, very simple. And I do have a website for merch with like t-shirts, pins, 8 by 10s It's um, ariellanix.bigcartel.com. So 
got some shirts up there and stuff. You want to support me? Appreciate you guys. <laughs> all right. Make sure y'all check out all her social media sites. Also check out her merch. Um, I will have all the links in the bio below. Um, make sure you give us a sub on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And thank you all for listening.